for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Yeah, so I woke up Saturday morning. My knee was swollen the size of a grapefruit. Like, it was bad. And I didn't think I was going to be able to move around at all Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, so I just kind of toughed it out and made it and got back. And I took, like, a lethal dose of ibuprofen. <laughs> uh, like, 24, 2,600 milligrams. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say that many pills. I'm like, are you trying to die? No, if trying to make it my last piece. Right. Of, yeah. No, I like I say lethal dose because when I tell people that kind of milligramage, they look at me like I'm fucking psychotic. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. Don't but I mean, know. then again, if you go to like extra strength Tylenol, you take two of them, that's right. 2,000 milligrams yep. right there. Oh, uh, I know. I've I think, been, right? Or is it 800 milligrams? I've been me? living off the ibuprofen the last few days because my foot yeah, been killing me. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Old and Amplified, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, uh, right, right. <laughs> but welcome into another Sunday sit down, except it's Monday, so I don't quite get this logic anymore. But, you know, we've made it a tradition now where anytime we get together, we sit down, we talk shop, you know, just kind of shit that's been going on, you know. Yeah. Talk uh, about what's hurting. Yeah, what's hurting. <laughs> you know, a lot of things, have, it's been since June, or did I come out here in May? Was it May or June? Uh, May or June, I don't remember, honestly. Um, Honestly, this year's been a blur. Yeah, so I came out here early in the summer, and um, we sat down and did this, and so then I just like, hey, let's keep doing this talk shop. You know, a lot's changed. Regardless how long it's been, a lot's changed. Right. For better or for worse, depending on how you want to... I mean, if you really want to sit down and talk about the grand scheme, the whole world has changed since the last time you've been here. Yeah. Like, three times over. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like... It's crazy how much, like, we get bombarded with in a day. Not just, like, politics, but, like, everything in the universe bombards us in a day. And every day feels like a week, so... Yeah. A couple of months feels like eternity. Yeah. The the Trace Atkins thing happened since the last time I've been here. Uh, Yep. With uh, uh, try that in a small town. I forgot about. I fucking forgot about that. Yep. Um, and then somebody went to jail. Or the memes are still going for that. Yeah, the memes try, are still going. Try that in a small. Yeah. Mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but man, I'm glad to be here. It's been a long week. I just got back from In a Jam down by the river in New Braunfels, Texas. Yeah, it looked like fun, man. I was following it on uh, social media. Yeah, which it, it's. I, I've, I'm not a religious person, but this was the closest thing to a religious experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being a hundred percent honest oh, yeah. with you. No, well, that's like how festivals used to be. Yeah. Now they, these giant things with so many people and so many bands and you're like running from stage to stage so quickly that like, it's not the same thing anymore. Yeah, for sure. It's. They're overdoing it. The, the way I explained it to somebody else the other day was, or I, maybe I was explaining it to them how I wanted to explain it to you because I was trying to get you to go this year, but obviously yeah, committing to didn't work out. Committing to a full week off isn't an easy task, but then right. you ended up getting One injuring hour. your injuring yeah. your foot, and it's like eh, okay, you right? Know. It would have been rough on me. Yeah, um, but you know, it's what Unify Fest wanted to be, right? And what Bay Jam or Baygrass tried to be. Yeah. Uni- Unified Fest was more like Alienate Fest. Yeah. If you weren't like part of this specific like, like subgenre of people. Yeah. And I don't mean that in like a negative way, but they were very like niche. Yeah. Like everyone there was part of like this very niche like, yeah. like ideology and, and stuff. And if you weren't part of it, they definitely made sure to make you feel like an outsider. Yeah. And it didn't it, make me feel unified at all. By the mm. end, I felt alienated and didn't want to come back. Yeah. And I mean... I, I was telling, uh, so I did a podcast with my buddy Aaron Bentley yesterday. That's why I ended up leaving so late because yeah. I was, it was two o'clock. I was getting ready to jump in the car and he walks. What? I'm a, my mic's a little hot. Oh, shit. My, Sorry. My ears at least. So just, yeah. Okay. There you go. Perfect. I 
I could do this. That too. warmed it up. Cool. I could do that too. Cool. Yeah, Sorry. you just got to tell me. It's Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so I was literally sitting in my car, ready to go. And he walks by and he's like, hey, Tom, come see me in 20 minutes. And I'm like, I got to hit the road, dude. He's That's like, a drug deal. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I was like, I got to hit the road, dude. I got to be in Roswell and it's an eight hour drive. He's like 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, well, I got to pee anyways. So right. moseyed on over to the bathroom and went to the bathroom. And then I was like, well, his, cause he was staying in one of the sponsored RV deals and I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to walk over there. I'll just drive over there. It wasn't that far, but, yeah. you know, it was just like, I'm going to drive. So I parked, got out, and I sat there for a minute. I was like, hey, is Aaron inside or what? You know, and he came in. And so anyways, um, he had asked me about, like, how I got into, like, or, like, my festival experience. And I told him about Unify Fest, and it was just like, Initially, it was a cool concept. Right. You know, and like the the odd part about it was they were very control. Like, it seemed like they were very controlling of who we could interview. Right. But then again, maybe it was just a matter of we didn't know that we could go pull people in. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was early on in our um, trying to do festivals and do our yeah. thing. Yeah. You know. But the thing that tripped me up was people were there for the music. But they were also there for sex, sex and drugs. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many? How My many? Favorite even... part of Unify Fest was like the outdoor showers and just yeah. watching, like, just like walking down the hill and people are sunning themselves in the nude. Yeah, like, and, hey. and it's like, I, I, I get why you're there, but this this isn't a music festival then this is a commune right like, this is right. a hippie commune well and the thing for me was is, uh you know I, I woke up on the first day and tried to go get me a cup of coffee and, and it, the looks i got just because i wanted a regular cup of coffee with cream and sugar yeah. that's how i take it it was like a uh, very vegan yeah. so just the idea that i wanted cream was weird yeah but like nobody had real coffee they all had like oh these are uh some dirt and and shit like grounds that we ran water through i don't know dude it yeah, was i, I think I'm it was not acorns to, yeah like, like, something like that. dude there was no real coffee there they were like oh this is something 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 coffee and i'm like that's not coffee yeah that's something else this is like, i want coffee beans yeah it's it's it, it was really weird and like we we tried to play by their rules like right. we really tried well, like I said, in the end, I just felt alienated because I wasn't like a like a hippie vegan. Yeah. Like, you know, I got no problem with that lifestyle, but I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to do my own thing and you do your I, thing. I felt like had we left that, that like the main day that we were there, I think, what was it? We got there on... We got there on a Friday. Friday. Saturday was when it really... Yeah, like the Saturday started, main yeah. day. Had we said, okay, we're going to go take an hour and we went to Wendy's and came back with like a burger or something they right. would have lost their freaking mind oh yeah no we'd have had to eat it at wendy's in the parking lot we yeah. knew that and but you know and so i was telling them all this and i was just like in a jam is that it's it's a majestic moment where you go through every emotion if you're there from the from the pre-party to the last day you'll go through every freaking emotion that you possibly can yeah because you're gonna feel amazing you're going to be depressed you're going right. to be sad you're going to be tired you're going to be hurt you know just anything any kind of feeling you can feel honestly it sounds like the perfect weekend to take mushrooms and do a spiritual guide yeah because a spiritual guide is all about like uh because when you take a you know for those of you that have never taken a psychedelic yeah um when you take mushrooms especially um you experience those kind of emotions like a little bit more intensely yeah so and, and what you want to do is you want to go to the boundaries of every emotion that's a yeah. spirit guide thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff and it kind of helps open up your mind and, and it, in the long run it, it cures a lot of like issues and depression and bad thoughts in your head yeah but um that sounds like the perfect weekend for one of them yeah it it definitely was there's definitely some stuff going around i i was offered mushrooms on saturday yeah yeah and, I, and those it, are safe honestly it's like and, the weed of the hallucinogens like you're not gonna die yeah well and it wasn't that i wasn't willing to try it but he i was offered like midday i was like getting ready to do podcasting and all like i was still in the full midst of podcasting yeah, not a know. good idea if you're going to work yeah unless you're kind of by yourself like yeah. i'm sure you knew people there but there yeah. was nobody like like i, I mean they, they would have looked out like right and that's the thing is every 
I told this to my dad yesterday when I was driving in because he was working and so he had a two-hour trip home right uh, and so he called me on his way home and he was like how was the weekend but i don't think he could really hear me because he kept saying it was a waste of time and i was like no that's not what i oh. said that's like so i don't think he could 100 percent hear me right because my dad just bought a freaking tesla and he oh. yeah so i don't know nothing against teslas but i just don't think he knows 100 percent. i don't think he has it set up 100 percent just yeah. yet so yeah um and I was telling him, I was like, man, this was such a life-altering weekend. And I, I, I kind of went through it. Like, everybody there, besides a few people that were just kind of there for their gig, and then they left, um, everybody that was there from Wednesday to at least Saturday, they all gave a shit. Yeah. If they saw me struggling or if they saw, you know, nobody was going to leave me hanging. Right. And had it been like a situation where... I had a bad, like, had I decided on Saturday, yeah, l- let me try this. Let me see what it does. And I was having a bad trip. They would have gotten me to my cabin. They would have been like, okay, you just get through this and right, and then come right. back later. Um, nobody was going to let me die. Like, there was yeah. one dude, he had, he played, what did he play? Friday, he came down Wednesday and he played, so he played Friday morning. He came down Wednesday Thursday, he had to go back home to finalize his divorce. Oof. And he came back Friday, played. Um, we did a podcast, but he had been drinking, like, yeah, excessively. Like, he uh, he went through two 24-packs of beers. Damn. And, like, anytime I saw him, he was carrying at least two Lone Stars. Like, Jeez. And so, but he was a, he's that type of guy that he can just kind of handle it. And yeah. as long as he knows when to call it he's good right and he took a huge hit of mushrooms and at the end of the night there was like two people that they weren't 100 percent sure where he stayed but they he was down on the main like floor where like the concert is and they brought him up the stairs at the like they have a bar and grill set up so they brought him up the stairs they sat him down at one of the picnic benches Sat with him for a few minutes, made sure he was good. Dude passed out. Oh. Hour and a half later, they they were like, okay, we'll kind of try and check on him a little bit. Yeah. But I, he should be fine right here. You know? Honestly, uh, it's always a bad mix if you're drunk and then take mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, you know, because alcohol causes, causes like a lot of negative thoughts. Yeah. And, stuff and and then the mushrooms kick in and it kind of enhances the negativity yeah 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 well and it's one of those deals where i think because when i was on the podcast he was had nothing but positive things and how it was just like a relief off his chest yeah and all this stuff and i was like oh that's good that you guys are still like communal and like friends and all that stuff Ah, it's still a bad thing though yeah and you know i could kind of see it on him they, I think it was affecting him more than he was willing oh, to Oh, yeah, admit. definitely. And you, you could tell yourself one thing, but it's always not the case. Uh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We all know. It, 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 so it was just like an interesting experience. And yeah. It, it was showed me that Central Texas, maybe a little bit closer to – like maybe not Waco specifically, but a little bit closer to Austin. But Texas, Central Texas is where I need to be, where yeah. Live and Amplified needs to be. It is like – it's not far from me. Yeah. Like, people give a shit there. Yeah. Whereas, if you were to go out to Nashville, yeah, I have people that would help if I needed help. Right. But they're doing their own thing. Like, yeah. You know. And, you know, I can't come out that way. I'm kind of, I'm going to be yeah, in Roswell for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those of you that don't, don't know, my wife and I are in the middle of buying a house and stuff here. Yeah. So, my kids well, are in school here. Yeah, and th- that's what I kept telling people is, it's like... I'd love to get you down there because I think just the entire experience you'd really enjoy. I'd have to make sure we were back in a cabin or something because I don't think you could handle sleeping. Yeah. On a, um, on the ground. So, but, you know, it's one of those things where you just kind of do the whole whole gamut. You're there for the experience. You're going to sweat. You're going to stink. You're going right. to, you know. You're gonna get drunk. You're gonna get high. You're gonna I probably get... won't get drunk, but <laughs> no, there will I mean, be each is their own, you know. There will become a point where it's like, okay, it's the right time to, you know. I think you, there would be at least one night where you have at least a couple, you know, maybe not drunk, but 
it there I think there's just one night where you'll have a couple, you know. I get <laughs> Okay. All right. I get drunk off just a couple. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But so needless to say, like this weekend was life altering and That's cool. I'm spinning my wheels back in Waco. And I've said that several different times. Yeah. And I just need to figure out, a, we just need to figure out a way to make this self-sustaining. Even if I got to take, even if we take like, or I guess I say we, because I don't want you to feel disincluded. Disinclu- right. But even if it uh, means taking a massive pay cut and I got to live like a fucking broke college kid for a few years. You yeah. Know, that like, that's all right with me at this point. Cause I fucking love this so much. Like, right. I, right. Like Friday. Friday was like if you look at it as like a spectrum Wednesday I came in super excited I was ready to go Thursday was an all right day yeah and then Friday it just like boom and it was like that was the make it or break it time like my knees were killing me my ankles were killing me well we're getting older man I was drunk you know and I was just like a mess yeah and then Saturday came around um uh Nia Nichols uh her family was her and her family were doing like a little family vacation around Texas because she's getting ready to move to Nashville. Like oh, yeah. she's going to go stay in Nashville for a couple months. She's trying to get the visa thing squared away, but right. they're kind of jacking around a little bit. They always do. So she's going to come stay for a couple of months and then go back for the holidays, come back for a couple of months. And then she's got like her visa interview or something in oh, okay. like later in like early part or the late part of Q1. And so she's going to go do that, hang around in the UK for a couple months, and then she'll be back in the summer. Um, and so they just, since she's going to be gone a lot, they wanted to do like a family trip. Yeah. And I was like, well, come to Texas. I mean, I could probably get you in. You know, and I was telling her about the fest and all that, and it was cool. Yeah. Uh, she got to play an open mic, and she came in Saturday, and she's, her parents met me at probably the absolute worst time. Because oh, really? Yeah. my knees were on fire. I was hungover shit. And like, and I'm sitting there, I'm like trying to drink another beers just to get the hair of the dog out of my mouth. Right. Just and, stop you know, the head from pounding. Yeah. And I, I look like I'm a freak piece of shit, you know, just ah, like all these ah. things. <laughs> well, it's and, like third day festival, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I told her that I was like, your parents are coming in like third, fourth day of a music festival you're going to get a very rare version of Tom Quiet. Like, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. like, you're going to see me at my, either at my absolute lowest or my absolute highest. Yeah. You, no in between. Yeah. You're point. not, you're not going to get an in between. Right. And unfortunately she caught me at my absolute lowest. Right. And so she came in Saturday and I was just sitting there. I was beating myself up all day Saturday because it was like, she was there and her family was there and I didn't want to leave them by themselves. But it was also kind of the point. I wanted her to like get out there, meet musicians, and just kind of enjoy the experience. Yeah. Um, and so I had that in the back of my head. And then I had that shitty podcast I was telling you about earlier on Friday with Lily, where I just kind of leaned in a little bit too hard. Yeah. And was it, it Lily Fangs? No, 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 uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, her name's Lily Milford. Oh, okay. And I, I like I was telling you, we... we we have an interesting relationship because I've known her for, or I've known of her for a very long time and we've been friends on Facebook for a bit. Um, yeah. And she, the, I met her for the, I actually met her for the first time last year at the festival and uh, she came in and it was like, we were, had been best friends for years. That's which, cool. Which is fun. You know, it, like, right. it, it breaks the ice, and she comes in, gives me a big old hug, and it's like, I fucking love this guy. This yeah. Guy. It's funny how uh, social media nowadays, they don't feel like strangers yeah, how yeah, they used to. Yeah, yeah, Which Which was cool, and I enjoyed yeah. it. We sat down. We had a good, I think, like 15, 20-minute thing. And then this year came, and it, it, she, she, I think she was kind of in her feels a little bit because she had shown up late for her set, Uh-oh. and then her set was really like she had a really rough set. And, yeah, well, you show up late, that's what happens. <laughs> well, no, no, she, it, not that she was late, she didn't show up as early as she wanted to. Well, yeah. So, so like her, let's say her set was at five, she showed up at four fifty-five. You know, that's late. Yeah, and but so she just. She didn't have the best set, and 
and she, I think she was in her feels a little bit, and then she started drinking. You know, so it, it was just, it was just yeah, you got her after a bad set. Yeah, it, and it's, it was just a really rough night, and so I, like Saturday, I'm getting to a point. I promise. Oh, cool. and, so Saturday, I was just like at my absolute lowest, and then at the end of the day, uh, Grady Spence and the 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 work, the name of the band that was headlining Saturday night. They go up, they do a killer set. I think it was one of the videos I sent you. I don't remember exactly one of the videos I sent you. Yeah, you sent me a video of somebody playing at night. Yeah. I, I don't remember if it was the band before them or Grady Spence and the work. but, um, And they wrap up their set. And then they start. you start hearing the encore chants coming on. like, And it's like a slow build. Ah, encore. Yeah. I, and I'm Did so, it seem I, like a plant? No, 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 no. It, it was just very yeah, curious, you know, and just very, um, very organic. organic. It was just okay. like very, very subtle. And then the MC was like a little bit louder, you know, and just <laughs> yeah. so very organic. And then all of a sudden it's like it builds and I'm like, man, I'm fucking hard as shit. You know, yeah. like it's going to be sick. And then they come out and play uh, Joe Cocker's song from the Wonder Years. Oh, that's cool. And I lose my fucking mind. because I Beatles song. I thought it was Joe no. Cocker. No, Beatles wrote that. But he sang it. Yeah. Did, okay. He covered it. His oh, the version is like the well one. known. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so they play that and I like everything just came in. Like it fucked my head up so bad, but in the best way because yeah. I look. I, I like Joe Cocker's version. I didn't know that the Beatles wrote the song initially. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's a Beatles song. Okay. Sorry, I'm a, you know, music <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> and I didn't know that, but, like, the one that I know is the Joe Cocker version. And right. No, it's a fantastic version. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. And so they played it, and I was just like, I was, <coughs> I wasn't paying attention to anything else. Yeah. I was just watching the lead singer, because for the most of the festival, I stood back. Like, I wasn't down in the pit hardly at all. So I stood like they they have like an overlook and I stayed up there for the most part because my podcast gear was set up over here. Um, And I'm just sitting there and I'm just cued in on what the singer is saying and I'm listening to everything in that song. It messed my head up. I went to bed, woke up Sunday morning. I was like, holy fuck, my like. Nice. Yeah. Like, and I just woke up Sunday. My knees felt not amazing but right better better yeah i went took a shower and i was like holy crap you know and it it was like these are the good years that i i don't want to ever forget (laughs) like these are this is like if i could get a shot of how i feel at that moment right every day i'd take it like you know and it it was that clarity moment of reflecting all those feelings that I went through led to this. Yep. And then all the conversations I had, all, like, and they weren't all like the same conversations. It was all like, right. like they varied. One guy we talked about, you know, the business and like passion for the business and how you need passion. Another guy we talked about losing parent, you know, just yeah, all this shit. And I'm like, this is a hundred percent what I want to do. Like, right. this is what I need to do. And I'm in the right place to do it. Yeah. I just need to geographic, like I, geographically I'm in the right area. I just need to get somewhere where I'm a little bit more in the mix, you know? Yeah. Not saying that Waco isn't in the mix because we had a lot of people from Dallas, a lot of people from Houston, yeah. lot, but they all come to freaking Austin and the surrounding areas. So it's like, right. Waco's not surrounding area. Yeah. Like, I want to play out there, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to come do a show out there. That's the thing with our stuff is, um, you know, uh, we all have, you know, families and jobs, so promoting's really hard. Yeah. But in the long run, we play shows, and everyone's like, oh, my God, we connect with you. Yeah. You know, so we just yeah. want to get out and play more shows places. Yeah, for sure. Even it's, if we don't have a following there, fuck it. I think, I think if we can get you out next year, and you can just kind of, even if it's a situation where... Like, it would have to be just you because I, <coughs> we'd have to pay for the rest of the family to come in. And it's not cheap to, like, yeah. it, like I mean. It, well, rank, I'm talking about the band. Well, no, no, I'm talking. So, I think the key to get the band in, like, if you wanted to play this f- festival specifically. Well, I think or we're just, a little too hard for that. But. 
Maybe, maybe not. But I don't something know. out there, like a decent I, I show. Think, I think you could play a ch- if you played out a chilled more a uh, more chilled set, which we have. Yeah, I I think you'd be you'd fit Basically, in. Basically, right. we could just leave like three songs off the list and yeah. be okay. I think if you pl- pl- yeah if you played a more chilled set, you'd yeah. be all right. We have like thirty three songs. Yeah, but uh, what I'm getting at is if you yourself came out next year, just you and me doing how we usually do at festivals. Yeah. I'll I'll be the meat, you be the sizzle, you know, like that sort of thing. You get right. out, be your social butterfly, and just introduce talking to asshole. Yeah, <laughs> and you just talk to people and have those conversations, and you'll come out of it with yeah, they're a little bit more singer songwritery, and right. that, that's not really your. No, like, it's still cool. I I can connect with musicians, but they and like they're gonna want to have a songwriting session, you know, like all this right. shit, but. Just on a musician to musician basis, you would be you'd be in your element there. Right, right. So, and that's really what it's about. Yeah. Like I connect to you know it has nothing to do with genre. It's just more like you do this and I do this. Yeah, yeah. you know. And so the the other point I was trying to make with that big long twenty minute story I was going <laughs> it's on. It's all good. Is and this will be kind of the transition into a couple of other things. Um, don't the, transition on me, Tom. No, 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 no. <laughs> just kidding. Um, this whole week made me realize nothing fucking else matters. Like, yeah. the bills, the beef, the pettiness, and like all the bullshit that we've been going through the last few months. Right. None of that shit fucking matters. Right. Let, let them all be fucking peons. Let them yeah. all be assholes. And unless they start saying some really fucked up shit. Just let them do what they're going to do because we're all bigger than this. We're all going different places. They want to, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. They want to stay local. They want to be who they're going to be, and that's perfectly content for them. I don't want to be local. I want to be, be known beyond the walls of Texas. I want to be known beyond the walls of southeast New Mexico. Oh, yeah. And you guys have already... This is where the transition comes in. It's like forget about it. I'm you known all over the fucking world. Yeah, and you got you guys are have already proven that you can tour in the Southwest. You can put oh, yeah. you, you can put a tour together. Oh, definitely. And it, if you guys were were in a little bit of a different situation where you didn't have wife, kids, and all that well, shit. Yeah. No, honestly, if we could do it full time, I think it, it wouldn't take us long to become like more successful. Yeah. You know, but it's always been a hobby. Yeah. And I, I think, and I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be very careful with what I say and how I say it, so it does. Yeah. Like, I don't tip the hand of what we're talking about, but the pe- if they happen to listen, they're gonna know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Fuck them. Well, that, yeah. Like literally, fuck them. That, right. That's what I've got to say. Yeah. And other than that, they don't need to be mentioned. They don't need eh. like it. I know. I know y- Not y'all. No press. I know y'all have been concerned with some stuff going on, which is fine and that's fair. Yeah. But at the end of the day, fuck them. Like well, just yeah, because it didn't stunt my my growth in, in my art. Yeah. You know, um, since all that, like we've written almost a whole new album. Yeah. Like we've written some songs that are honestly like like really like revolutionary as far as uh, what you hear today. Like these songs are different, man, and like they hit really well, man. Yeah. Wait till you hear. Yeah. It'll be, it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't write a single song about any of that situation yeah. either because like we don't need to talk and sing and, and put out negativity in our songs. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's, there's, there's already Cause, more cause, than enough of that. Like, like here's nothing the thing. but like, oh, fuck you and I hate you and here, like, here, here's the thing. all that shit. Like, fuck off with that. Yeah. Here's the thing is it's because y'all are real musicians. Right. Right, and, exactly. And I mean that in the best possible way. Y'all are real musicians. No, we do and, it for love, dude. And that's that okay, so this festival that I was at in a jam, this is that type of festival where everybody believes so hardcore in what's being done there that I guarantee you when they send out the email telling everybody how cuz basically how it how the payouts work is you got the headliners and they got their whatever their guarantee is. Yeah. But everybody else they kind of take they just take the profits and then they split it. Like, right. So it'll be right. like, let's say there was 70 bands that weren't on a guarantee yeah. uh, and they made $7,000. Right. 
So everybody would walk away with a, what is that, a hundred bucks? Uh, that ain't bad. T- you know, Isn't that not even about the pay? So, you know, the, yeah, this festival, half the bands will give their, whatever right. their cut is, and they'll put it in right. next year. They'll well, go. we've learned, um, like, as long as there is pay, like, and as long as it's reasonable, the, the pay for the show is really just like the the bottom layer yeah like so if you're good at marketing you're good at merch and and stuff like that and you you have a good game as far as that dude we like triple to quadruple merch sales yeah. compared to like almost every show yeah. compared to what we're getting paid for playing the show yeah and well and it's one of those things where they kick their pay back and it's just like i've never seen that happen yeah. anywhere like yeah and i mean yeah i'm sure you got some musicians that would love to, but they can't right. because right that hundred bucks is going to do. Yep, you know, do well, something. But what I'm seeing a lot of now, and I'm not going to name any names, but uh, there's a lot of bands like in my my Facebook feed, Instagram feed, all over the country. This ain't about anyone specifically local or anyone specifically anywhere. Because yeah. I know, like, once I start saying like like things negative about yeah. about music or yeah. something, like you know, everyone thinks it's directly about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, dude. You know, y'all don't realize, all right? You're not the only band I deal with. And honestly, I don't think of any one band specifically unless, yeah. like, I really like them. You know, more than just as a, as a flyby. But, like, I notice trends and I notice, like, generalities. Mm-hmm. And I notice when, like, the entire industry as a whole is taking a bad turn. Yep. Right? So when I say, like, oh, you know... Like I put up a post not long ago about bad mixes and like, whoa, so many people thought it was like directly personally about them. Yeah. Like, no, man, these are just issues that like I listen to a lot of new music. People send me stuff because, you know, the radio show and everything else. And I hear a lot of new music even before it's released in a lot of cases. And the mixes suck. Yeah. You know, sorry. You know, but um. One of the things I sorry that I went on that. No, you're fine. Preamble, I, I went on a you know, twenty minute thing. Yeah, so no, fine. it was like a preamble, just so nobody takes this personal. But the the biggest thing I'm noticing now is a lot of bands they're forcing it. Yeah, I need to write this, and, and you know, like, most bands are putting themselves in a box because they're like, yeah, you got like one member of the band that's like, oh, I'm writing and creating all of it, and you all have to do it this way and that way. And do exactly the way I want it. Yeah. And it, they're just like really forced into a box. Every song starts sounding the same. Yep. Because you only have one creator. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Only one creative and yeah. everyone else is like basically filler or fill in and just yeah. playing what they want yeah, them yeah. to play. And it, it's, it sucks. It does. And you get a lot of these people like, uh, you know, oh, I have to do this this way and that way because this band does this this way and that way. No, man. Just do it your way. Do what yeah. sounds good for you. Like, quit trying to sound like other people. Quit trying to, like, force everything. Let it be more natural. Like, when we write music, dude, there's no one person in my band that's, like, the the main creator. I mean, if I was going to say there was, it'd be Carlos. He comes up with way more ideas and riffs and, and, and stuff than anyone else in the band comes up with. But I digress. He doesn't come to a practice like, hey, I wrote this entire song, and I want you guys to play it exactly this way. Here's, you know, the beginning, middle, and end, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He'd just be like, oh, I got this riff, and he'll play it, and then we'll jam on it, and, like, everyone in my band is the primary creator. Yeah. One person might spark the idea, but in the long run, we've all written our parts yeah. on our own, like, added our own, like, feel to it, and I, I just feel like a lot of bands aren't doing that anymore. Like, they're not... You know, uh, allowing creative input. Well, because and they're, stuff, they're, they're micro or macro managing. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where they're doing this. They they want to appeal to a bigger audience, so so they want to sound exactly like someone no, else. No, no, no. So no, dude, a lot of bands well, are doing that. Yeah, yeah. They they in general, yeah, they want to sound like everybody else, but they're trying well, to no, one specific someone else. Like yeah, that's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're also doing this thing where they're trying, like one person wants to be a full-time musician, so they just bring on hired guns right. for every tour, or they're, like they're trying to figure out a way to minimize their costs. Right. And so they just, instead of having one, instead of it being GDP, it's Jeff Cabana and the boys, you know, right. like whatever right. it is. And then the boys just kind of change from city to city. Yeah. And yeah, that's actually been 
picking up more and more. Yeah. And I mean, not saying it's a bad business idea, but just creatively, it can't be very fulfilling. No. Well, it's not creative at all. Yeah. You know, and then when you're hiring people on, it's like, you know, basically studio people, but live, like hired guns, you know, uh, they don't get any input or anything. They're just barely learning the music and performing it. Yeah. that's, That's all they can do. You know, it's, I don't know. Like I said, it's if that's what you want, then that's fine. But I, I can hear it in the music. Yeah, I can hear <clears throat> in the music. It's like, oh, they specifically, absolutely had to sound like this one band. Yeah, and like they force they force everything into that same exact box. Like as far as the structure of the song, the the way the lyrics are built or written, or like like the the drops, and, and that's a big thing now. Like in in like metal. Yeah. It just goes from one drop to another. Drop yeah. used to be something special. Yeah. You you, every you every built, like few songs you could be oh that was a sick drop on that. Yeah. Like, now it's like they all want to put like fucking thirty five drops in every song. Like yeah. there's no discernible like like beginning, middle and end now because it's just one drop to the next. Yeah. Sorry, you you're know? getting a little passionate there on me. Oh, sorry. It, and it, it gets ridiculous, man. It's just like, all right, dude, I, I get it. Your favorite band had this drop in this one song that you loved, but you don't need to recreate it like five times per song, yeah. for like 10 songs or whatever, that, you know. And that's the other thing. Nobody's even writing full albums anymore. Well, Everyone's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, record like five or six songs and then we're going to release every song as a single Instead Which, of just releasing like a, a a work of art as a whole, and it's, yeah. it's I don't know, man. Maybe I'm old school, but and I don't like it. <laughs> it, it well, and I think Spotify because uh, I have this conversation with musicians all the freaking yeah. time. You know, it's like it, that that the bit the industry right now is a very singles driven market, and I know. It, it's the same. It like it, it was that way before, like when they were doing. Um, Vinyls, it was very singles driven. Like, well, early on, yes. Yeah, early on. Sing- vinyls were a very single thing. Right. 45s and, were a big market. Yeah. And so, like, it, it, it's like the entire industry is just one giant circle. Like, you're going to get, you're right. going to get back around to it. And Spotify's starting to realize, like, yes, we're very singles driven. Yes, we understand that. Right. But let's reward that. Let's figure out a way that people can have both. Like release your singles and like because they yeah. now they've got this thing called the waterfall release. Right. So basically, if you record a twelve song album, yeah, right, um, you can set it up so they all release its singles, but they come in like once they're all released, they're all under one project, like one. Right. So right. And, See, that, that, and that makes sense. And you know, but sometimes you go to an artist page and every single single is like its own like listing. Thing, yeah. And it's like, dude, are you trying to build your discography this way? Or what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. Like, and that that's kind of what I was telling you, was that week, two weeks when you were telling me that you guys were looking at going back into the studio to cut three or four songs. Yeah. Well, ultimately a full album, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think we can afford the full album at the moment. And we're getting there. That, that's kind of what I was getting at was take those three songs, like take those three songs bundle it with a piece of merch whether it's a right. t-shirt like, oh I mean, no we've had a really good conversation about this but, actually you pointed us in a good direction yeah. and yeah i mean you could still release music on spotify but go to like do a run of shows for over a course of a month or whatever and just yeah. be like hey this is it if you buy this shirt you get our brand new brand recorded yeah thing Here's the do- you'll get a download coupon whatever you know like however you guys figure yeah. it out yeah i mean and uh without playing my hand too hard uh, if anyone's listening, um, and we're looking for someone that's kind of like semi-famous, we're willing to pay, uh, but we're looking for a feature from a like a good lyricist, okay, hip hop lyricist, hip hop lyricist. Yep. And we're looking for a feature coming up. Male, on. female. Uh... Honestly, don't matter as long as they're good. Um, I have a couple people in mind I'm trying to reach out to right now, but the network to get to them has been evading me. Okay. Um, are, are you, so you're. I'm not... talking like C level or better. Sea level or better. You know what I mean? Like, they got a couple albums out. They got a little bit of following, but they're not going to charge me $10,000. Okay, so you don't want somebody that was like a one-hit wonder that still right. thinks that they Right, they Well, and it. the thing is, is uh, uh, like, we can't afford, like, Method Man, Red Man. Believe yeah. me, if we could, we would. Yeah. Like, someone like that. But um, we don't want, like, Joe Schmo, w- like, local a- rapper that's, like, 35 and, like, never really yeah you know what i mean sorry guys I, you do yeah. your thing but what about the um 
Oh, fuck. I can't think of his name now. The dude from Kansas City. Um, unique music. Um, oh, I think I know who you're talking um, about. Oh, fuck. Possibly. What, fuck, what's Possibly. his name? Fuck is, what is his name? What is his name? What is his name? He was on uh, BET Cypher in 2010. Um, 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 I used to listen to him all the yeah. time. He's like a really unique dude, a real lyricist. This is going to fucking kill me. I yeah. can't think of his name now. Honestly, oh. you know who I was thinking about reaching out to if uh, if anything is uh, Atheist out of Salt Lake. Okay. Because I really like his stuff. I've yeah. been following him, and he's been winning some battles up there against some yeah. like, pretty major names. Yeah, I was... Um, I, yeah, I've been paying attention to what he's going on. I yeah, was, I like him. Like his, his stuff. Like he, he listened to his last EP he put out. Yeah. Dude, it was good. I... Yeah, he's got some unique um, references in his. Yeah. All right, I'm looking. little known fact about Tech me, people. Nine. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like th- that would be that would be right. like he's not yeah. a level, but that, that, that's the level I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, um, because the the song itself, at least my my part and like what instantly came to mind when we wrote this song was um, Aesop Rock, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. about that same level. Yeah. So we're I'm in the middle of trying to find the right yeah. route to him. I, I think that would be cool. Tech Nine would be really because that would be right. like a real underground deep right. cut. Like, well, and the way it's set up now, like um, these in this day and age, like anyone I send it to is just going to record it on their end and yeah. send me back their part. Yeah, and that's it, and we'll get it mixed in on our end. Yeah, but I, I'm also offering um, any artist that wants to do this with me. Not only will we pay for the feature, but we're willing to do a, a simultaneous release where you can release it on your own platform. Yeah. On you know under your and stuff I, I and then weekend as well. I think if you got somebody like C level, they would almost require that. Right, and I, I'm good with it. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> a lot of like rappers do features with other rappers, but how many are getting them with bands? Yeah, and I think y'all like this song. Anyone yeah. that gets on, it's gonna be like, whoa, okay. I yeah. So I that that was the first name that popped in my yeah. head. Yeah, because he's like underground. But right, he's kind of. But well- he's also kind of a feature whore. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. But you know, it, it's one of those I don't things. Know, I'll find someone. Though. Yeah, we'll we'll get. But that's the level I'm talking about. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And if you're listening to this somehow, Tech Nine, definitely reach out to me. For I'm not sure. excluding you. I'm not saying I don't like you, but you're on a lot of stuff. Yes, <laughs> this is true. I couldn't believe it took me that long to figure out who the hell I was thinking of. Right. Right. And it's like I like back when I was in college, going through like community college, I listened to all his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And it was just like, oh, hey, what's up? You know? Uh, Aesop Rock just released a couple new tracks this year. Nice. Dude, both tracks are so good. Nice. Like, the uh, yeah. full album be out here in, like, a couple weeks, I believe. Yeah. That the whole that whole crew that they roll with, like, Aesop Fur, you know, like, all them guys. Yeah. Damn. Like, yeah. they got some. I was starting to say before, a uh, little known fact about me, guys. Uh, even though I'm a drummer in a hard rock band and I'm a, like, hardcore, like, musician, mm-hmm. music kind of lover yeah. and stuff love me some hip-hop yep love me hip-hop i'm more on that 90s stuff but you know anyone that releases new stuff i'm willing to give it a listen yeah like uh there, as long as it's got the the good vibes and good lyrics i don't like bad lyrics yeah there's this dude that i've been listening to uh dax um he's i i haven't quite figured out like how well known he is yeah because he last year I was like trying to just get myself in the mood for Christmas and all that shit. And I ran across a song that he did called The Grinch. And uh-huh. basically it was it was like um a whole song's a story about the Grinch. You know, you get it. Um, yeah. I was like, Oh, that's kinda cool, you know. He did a Christmas rap? Yeah, he did nice. a Christmas rap. That's cool. Nobody does that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was uh listening to it and it was really cool. And then want to say probably six months nine months later he just kind of randomly started popping up into my instagram feed and my social media feed and he's got some good music i'm just trying to figure out like what's his like what's he doing like you right know, he just because they pop up in my feed doesn't mean that like they're current like it's, yeah i've noticed that too so we'll see yeah same here. Certain stuff will pop up, and I'm like, oh, let me check this out. I'm like, oh, this is actually a few years old. Yeah, yeah. So, And I hate doing that. Like, It's like, oh, this is a brand new song. Nope. Nope. It's been out for 10 years. Fuck. Right. Okay. Right. Fuck. Yeah, I know. And with what we do, it's all about what's new. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. 
which you know th- that's the cool part is and like i was talking to you a little bit earlier about this is with the radio show and i, I think we're on to something there it's just trying to run three shows right now is like right brutal. right and, and uh, you know even though we would like to transition into doing it full time and making yeah. a living off this we don't and I, I mean i think there's because i know when we first started did you get picked up on a i had a go head in my yeah, cuff on my pants it was, it was like scratching my leg up like ah what's going on over yeah, here i saw you playing with it i'm like oh is that a goat head we found um my pants ladies and gentlemen in case yeah. you were wondering yeah <laughs> um and I, I think there's definitely a route to go there, but then you're talking a whole different ball game. Right. In, in the the price point jumps up to uh, host well, the music. Yeah. And then you've also got to make sure that you're bring putting in new music. All like right. it, well, it, we, I mean, the bottom line is too. We both have become accustomed to a certain level of like life. Yeah. And living, and the cost of living is very high. So we would need to make sure it supports at least me and you. Yeah. yeah replaces yeah. what we're currently making or better. Yeah. And that's and, a big jump. Yeah. And it, it it's one of those things where, like, it's a hard transition to make. And I'd I'd love I'd love to get it. Like, even if we got it to a point where, it was drawing in a couple thousand, and I could hire somebody to be like, right. Hey, you wanna? You're fresh out of college. You wanna? You want a job? Just being my assistant, like, and right. I, I don't mean right. assistant in a negative, like, oh, you're gonna do everything I tell you. You're gonna do all my bitch work. No. You know, I mean, like, hey, I need somebody that can be a like social a media assistant, assistant executive producer. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. I need somebody that can do social media. I need right. somebody that can edit. I need right. somebody that can video edit, podcast edit. I need somebody that sounds like a little bit of sound, like, little bit of sound a little graphic, everything. like yeah. just. Whatever I need you to do at that moment, right? I need you to be at least competent yeah. in that market, right? Just and so it's multimedia based, and you just yeah. got to be able to know what you're doing. And it, it's one of those deals where if I, we ever got it to that point, that would be such a huge help because right. this past weekend, I we'd been talking about doing like a live version of one of the radio shows or a live version. Um, yeah like something which we could it's just logistics yeah. and stuff really and I, I attempted it this weekend i have yeah. a video of it somewhere it's a really rough video the audio is really rough because i tried to feed um i was having issues getting the uh pa system like they had art where we were going to do it they already had a pa system set up and i was okay. like well i'm not gonna put my pa system up in front well, of yeah yours. then it looks that, stupid yeah that's ridiculous so he was like well you can just use my pa system i was like well do you have like a line out or something that i can just and even he's like yeah but you're not going to get individual channels and i'm like that's fine like i don't care just right at least it's a full mix yeah it's uh at least usable audio and it's not going to be complete trash and he's like yeah you can run a line straight out of my um straight out of the monitor and into your interface and i was like okay fair enough yeah. And so he was like, you, you'll you use the quarter third or the three quarters and just run it into your interface. I'm like, okay, cool. I can do it. Boom, boom, boom. I don't get nothing. There's there's no feed coming out. And I'm like, uh-huh. all right, is it because I do I need to be running Phantom? Am I not running Phantom? Does Phantom not work with this? Or is it because I'm running, you know, and just like right. all, all these things are running through my head. And I'm like, crap, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because he's... It's nine o'clock in the morning. He's not up yet. Like he yeah. he just gotten done playing the night before. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And he, I saw that there was like a XLR out. And I was like, okay, let me try this. Plug in an XLR, run it. Still nothing. I'm like, fuck. Okay. And I'm sitting there and there's a few people sitting around. And they're like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. We're not tripping any of that stuff. Right. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking. And I had one of my boom arms. I had one of the 990s. And I'm like. All right, I just want to get some kind of audio. So I took the boom arm, planted it on the closest table to us. Boom, put the mic up, XLR in, boom, audio, okay. Put it as close to us as I can in between us. And I'm like, I don't know what this is going to get. Yeah. But it'll be better than nothing. Right. You know, I probably should have had put up the two pencil condensers I had, but. Yeah. And then yeah. crisscrossed them. Yeah. But at that time, I only had one boom arm, and I, I was just like, I want to get something, you know? Right, right. And, and we were on the fly. Yeah. And 
had had I had I went ahead and just set up my PA system, I'd have gotten the audio I wanted. Right. But I also like it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, I I knew what I was trying to accomplish. I just wanted to get something down. I wanted to get something on paper, on video. Well, make it work. Yeah. You know. Because get what you what you wanted basically yeah. live and recorded. And that that was another that was another thing Friday that was dragging me down was like I was thinking about this thing that I was going to try and do Saturday that I hadn't really fully planned out. Right. Cuz I, you know, I had no, a, I was hoping to get a test run with you cuz I I know exactly what you want and how to yeah. do it. And if I had been there, I could have solved it. Yeah. And so the thing was, I hadn't gotten the musician. I had gotten one of the musicians I wanted. I was wanting two because I wanted it to be like a little bit more casual. Like, hey, he's going to play some music. We're going to chat and we're going to bring somebody up. And, you know, and it's going to be like this fun dynamic. Yeah. But the guy I wanted, he, he, have you heard of a guy by the name of Casper Allen? He's. I don't know. Honestly, he, he sounds he, familiar, but I can't say. He's kind of sure. like a. He he had a nice little jump of fame, like in the Texas scene, I guess, and that. But then he became a heroin addict. The country. Singer songwriter country. Mm. Seattle. Yeah, I'm not heavy following that yeah, stuff, so he, probably he he kind of falls into like the Jelly Roll type. Yeah, are you familiar with who Jelly? Yeah, yeah he's kind of yeah. in that vein of stuff. Um, he's kind of got that same aesthetic, like country, right. uh, gangster country, I guess is kind of what they're saying. But he had he had a nice um, he had a nice little run of fame, and he got really well known in the Texas scene. And then he fell into like hardcore drug use and alcoholism and yeah. all this shit. And he got into a bit of trouble, and he fell off. And just over like the last year or the last year and a half, he had a kid, and he was like, fuck, I got to get my life together. Yeah. And music's what makes Sucks me. Sucks that that's what it takes sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah. And so I really wanted to have him on to have a conversation with him. Well, yeah, the turnaround is interesting. Yeah. And, but he never, or he didn't get back to me. Luckily I got him on the podcast later, but yeah. I wanted him on the radio show. Cause I just think, cause everybody was telling me how interesting of a character he is as a right. human. And I was like, man, that would just be perfect for this. It would be like, the really good musician Kevin Wayne Johnson, you know, he he's just a solid musician. Uh, he's got some interesting stories, and then I bring him up with Casper Island, who's just a character and a half. Yeah, and it's like it'd be an interesting mix. And but he never got back to me because he was going through some shit, uh, like at a gig. And, it happens. Um. So and then I ran into him later. But anyways, so that whole thing was just <coughs> struggle city from the get go. Um. But we got there. We got it on tape. I'll have to show it to you here after we wrap up this podcast. And yeah, it's which been, you know we should probably do soon. Eh, right I mean, an hour. Yeah, we're we're doing all right though. We're getting there. Um. So other than uh, like obviously we've talked about in a jam a whole bunch and we right we've lightly discussed um the the current situation that you're going through is GDP and I'm trying to keep yeah. live and amplified out of it, but I also yeah. want to make it known what side of the fence we fall on. Well, yeah. Well, you I know. mean, you know, uh, it's no mystery that one of the former members of GDP is also a former member of live and amplified. And I say yeah. former because the falling out and leaving was bad enough where just definitely don't want to work together anymore. Yeah. And it, it's just one of those situations where it's like, like I said, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Yeah. Like he, he, yeah. He was never fully invested in anything that we did. Right. He, well, it was, and it was the same way with the band. Like, so he never wrote or created a single song. He yeah. wrote the intro to one song, and other than that, he created filler. Yeah. You know, and that's basically all he ever provided for Live and Amplified. Yeah. And, you know, in, in, I'm grateful for the time that he did help, the oh, yeah. times that he and did he help us. he a bunch of cross-country trips out of it. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm grateful for it, but it's also that proof that, Money is the root of... Yep. Like, I mean, yep. it seems like a very well, cliche... Like, not to go too deep into it, and I won't name any names, but all this yeah. started because I gave a piece of advice about someone taking a bad gig. Yeah. Honestly, that's a, that's what started the entire thing, because I was like, oh, that's a bad gig. And the fact that he already knew, the, the former member yeah. of my band and Life yeah. and Amplified, he already knew that the, the promoter 
and the people that they're dealing with are shady and didn't warn his band yeah. about taking a gig there. It's just lazy, and, and that was the thing. He was just becoming so lazy. He he joined too many bands, and he's a lazy person, and it become more than he can handle. Yeah, pretty And much. our band was probably like uh, the one that took the most work. Yeah. Not that we were gigging the most or anything like that, but we were like putting the most into what we did. Yeah, yeah. All the, sorry, but all the other bands around here are basically phoning it in especially yeah. the, the cover band he's in yeah you know it's not like the shows we put on dude yeah yeah, yeah. you know and i mean that's pretty much all we're gonna say on that topic just because it doesn't deserve any more of our airtime. yeah and it, it well it is. and i'll say this you know because i'm not sure who's listening and who's not but it's awfully funny how many bands like had no shot at getting on and i'll just say because i'm not going to name any names not yeah. even venues yeah right but it's funny how many bands weren't even close to getting booked Yikes. on the big stage. Yeah. Okay. And there's only one big stage in Roswell. Yep. I don't have to tell you. Um, and they weren't even close to it. And we brought them up on that stage. Yeah. Okay. Think about it. How many of you played your first show on the big stage because of us? Yeah. A bunch of you. Right? Yeah. And now you're you're basically all turning your backs on us and acting like we're the assholes. Yeah. yeah, we're the bad guys that brought everyone up to that stage. Yeah. You know, early on, we were the only ones playing that stage. And yeah. We were getting a lot of hate for that. So what did we do? We're like, oh, no, we're going to bring our friends up. Yeah. We started getting our own shows there. Yeah. And we started bringing our friends up. And a lot of you had some fantastic first shows there. Yeah. You know, and we helped you get there. Yeah. And now you're going to turn your back and act like we're the bad guys. Yeah. Well, so be it. Fuck okay. it. Yeah. I don't care. But you know what? It's not going to discourage me from helping people out still. Yeah. And we've discussed that as a band. Like, just because, I, you know, a couple of locals used us to get there, and then once they got there, they acted like they, didn't they deserve this and don't need us Yeah, and don't want to work with us. Okay. Fine. That's fine. Sure. I don't care. We were just trying to help you. Yeah. You know, just like when I give advice about, like, about like bad gigs and when I openly talked about and I openly called out the promoter. Yeah. On like one of the threads and was like, why don't you pay your bands better? Yeah. And that's what it's all about, guys. I've always stood up for this entire music scene as a whole. Okay. I've gotten pays increased in this town. I've gotten contracts to be a little bit more serious in this town. Yep. I have advocated for everyone as a whole. And I've always fucking advocated for bringing my friends up and bringing the other bands up and giving other bands a chance at the bigger stage and bigger audiences and stuff. And I'm going to continue to do that. I mean, maybe not for you guys that got what you wanted and and now yeah. you won't talk to us but that's fine let it be yeah let, like, but i'm still gonna do that for the other up-and-comers because that's who i am yeah i am who i say i am and i've always been this way yeah all right not to sound like popeye but i am's what i am's i okay. thought you I've, i literally right. thought you were about to break out an m&m verse on that one no 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 I, to me it was like you know felt like Popeye saying that yeah but, but I'm gonna continue doing what I do lift yeah. up the scene and as a whole and get everyone paid even if you don't like me and don't want to talk to me I'm gonna make sure you're getting paid fairly yeah and I, I'm gonna kind of pump the brakes on that one because it, it literally right, does not I had to go but speaking of the big stage every time this weekend that I mentioned like oh are you or like especially uh Saturday yeah everybody was asking me oh when are you leaving tomorrow I was like well I got an eight-hour drive out to Roswell Oh, Roswell, Alien City, right? And I'm yep. like, yeah. Is there any good venues out there? And I, oh, yeah. I was like, there's two quality venues. Yep, there's a couple of good ones. Like, and it, it's more of what what kind of ambiance you want. Like, right. if you want a little bit bigger show, you go to the this place. Right, but you got to be able to at least pull a crowd. Yeah, you got to be able to pull a crowd. But if you want like a little bit more of subdued, um, like acoustic set, the same yep. owner that owns this place owns right. another place. And they can put on a good show. Well, too. and I'd always mention the brewery too, because if I, they're below like that level, yeah, and just coming up and need a, a gig in the area at least to get their name yeah. out, the brewery is a good one because they uh, the brewery always has like a good turnout on weekends, yeah. just because they have good beer, yeah, you know. And I, I tend to forget about the brewery just yeah. because I don't know how many people would be keen on pl the idea of playing on a skate ramp. <laughs> no, no, uh, they moved that back, so now you kind of play in front of it. Oh, okay, stuff, gotcha. But, yeah, yeah. So it's cool. If you're a full band, you can set the uh, drums up on the skate ramp, and it's yeah. like a drum riser. Nobody's going to skate during the show. Yeah. You know, and um, but no, if you're just like an acoustic or whatever, and you can actually play inside during the winter yeah. Yeah. if you're acoustic. They got a little stage in there. Can't Fair. do full bands in there. 
I mean, you can. We used to. Yeah. When they first opened. Yeah. Yeah. GDP you, played in there. Yeah. Well, you that was that those situations where you had to play like a stripped back drum set, like you had to cut your drum set way no. down to play there. No, I never do that. No. No. Okay. My my songs depend on my drums, like having every one of like you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I thought the there specific. was. I thought there was. Wasn't there a show where you had to strip your drum set back? Uh, I've had a couple. We had a couple like that early on, but then I try to put my foot down and. I won't do that anymore. Because okay. right, it changes everything, and I don't right. like it. I thought, was it when you played for Red, when you opened for Red Jumpsuit or Saliva? Or, oh no, I played full sets for all those. Well, there, I there was one show specifically where you were worried about how, you didn't want to have a bigger drum set than the featured act. Oh, I got over that. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I got over that. Okay, I'm like, whatever, man. Okay, because I I vaguely I not vaguely I distinctly remember that conversation being well, had. Well, because um, I learned quickly that uh, my drum kit's bigger than most major touring bands. Yeah, fair enough. You know, like all the the big name bands I've opened for, like yeah. none of them have a big drum kit really. Yeah, well, my kit's always bigger. They've they've got a, and I get going on a big tour like that, yeah. having a smaller yeah. set. You know, it's like. Fuck, you got to carry this well, thing every Well, the big no- drum kit thing is not as common anymore. Yeah. You know, everyone's kind of using a four and... Four or five piece? No, like to- three and f- four. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, four pieces become the norm with just like a couple cymbals. Uh-huh. So, it's cool. I mean, that's kind of like... Whatever four, you need to make your music, man. A four piece is like a standard, right? If there yeah. was like a standard drum kit, yeah, a four yeah. piece Four be- piece is like an older standard, yeah. yeah. Five piece is like a rock standard. Okay. I play a six piece, which is just one piece bigger. Yeah, because w- what do you have on your six piece? Snare, bass. Well, I got uh, tom. four toms because I have two floor toms, two rack toms, and a snare. Okay. And a kick. Yeah. Those are the pieces that count. I okay. have like a lot of cymbals, but yeah, those don't count. Yeah. Even though that takes way more work. <laughs> right. Fair enough. So other than that, how's uh, everything else been going? Not bad. Not bad. Um, work's going good. Family and and the house are going good. Nice. Yeah. That's always yeah. fun. You so, know, it's life. Yeah, it's it's an interesting time. It's like the last time we talked, we we were talking a lot about um, you know, just kind of fears and moving forward. And I think right. we had like a really good conversation there. And yeah, the, the, this weekend was definitely it hurt that you weren't there. Just yeah, because I know I wish I could have been. And not not that there's any like hard feelings or anything. It just no, it no. just kind of hurt, and it was like right. dang. But then again, it would have been very reminiscent of old school live and amplified yeah. because, yeah, yes. Did I send you a photo where, well, where they? I, I'm getting like a lot more PTO now and yeah. stuff because uh, I, you know, I'm crushing it in my professional life. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things where it was very reminiscent of old school live and amplified, yeah. of like what we used to do when I was living out here and when I was when we were coming back and forth from Florida and all that shit. Um, but this this festival took care of me and would have nice. taken care of us. Right. Like they made sure I at least had breakfast every yeah. morning. Like they put me up in a, in a, in a cabin. It was a dry cab. Like yeah. the, only, the only complaint I have about the whole weekend. And it's not even a complaint because this is like first world problem type shit. <laughs> they put me in a cabin and it was a dry cabin. So, yeah. um, there was no plumbing. Oh, so I had to go out to the bathhouse oh. to go to the bathroom. And the outhouse. Yeah, I had to go to an outhouse or the bathhouse to go to the bathroom, take yeah. showers, which I'm fine with. But when you Did wake up. Did you get up, a chance to take a shower with someone at least? No. Oh, no, no. Bummer. Uh, I, That's I took, what I love about them little hippie festivals. Like, yeah. hey, who wants to save water? Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm married. I don't do that. Oh, uh, but <laughs> no, the. the like they, the showers there were really nice and yeah. like they, they took care of the place. It was just like when you wake up at four in the morning and you got to take a piss and it's yeah. like, I'm just, and I know, so I'm in the, like in the middle of the campgrounds, there's a lady, like an older lady sitting on or living on the left side of me. And then there's another lady living on the right side of me and I'm, they're both active at night. And I'm like, yeah. I got to piss. Can yeah. I just piss off the deck or right. And, you know, and yeah. I ultimately, that's kind of what I ended up doing most nights. But just that internal monologue. Of, well, yeah, you get caught whipping it out and it's yeah. like, ah, oh, man, now there's that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> in, like, there's that internal monologue of, like, I got to go to the bathroom. So where do I go? Do I go all the way up to the bathhouse? Do I, you know. Right. That was my only complaint all week. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I hear you. But, like, the fact 
I mean, man, I wish I was there just to wingman for you. Yeah, I'm the ultimate wingman because I'm married and I'm not interested in yeah, honestly. Around. That, but I always want to get my friends some. Yeah, I'm like hey, it honestly that <laughs> wasn't like had I pushed a little bit harder, I could have like I yeah I could have easily pulled it off. Like yeah. had I just been like been like hey man, I need help. Uh, I can't reach my back. Yeah, I I, like I, <laughs> like I could have li- I could have literally gotten at least one person yeah. back. To, like it wouldn't have been hard. Right. Um. Right. But. I, like when I'm there for live and amplify, that, that's yeah. just not what's on my mind. Right. Like, no, I hear you. Plus, it, it adds extra work. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then end up being more tired. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where it's like, fuck this. I'm I'm not like, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't a main right thing. Like it wasn't a main focus of mine. But there was definitely a couple times where it's like, <sighs> probably good. <laughs> All I have to say, hey, is uh, we're gonna get out of here. Right. And it would have been gone. Like, it would have happened. Yeah. But, but anyways, so we'll go ahead and wrap it there. I think we've, right. we've kind of gone as far as we want to go. Yeah, and, you know, I um, went on a couple rants. Yeah, well, I went on a big long one, and so. Yeah. I'm, but I'm really excited about all the podcasts we got this weekend. Uh, Hell yeah. There's definitely some. Uh, Can't wait to hear. Yeah, there, there's one I think you might enjoy. There's yeah. one that got way off the rails they were talking about. Definitely the, uh, send me the link so I can the trifecta to it. Yeah. of conspiracy theories. Yeah, I want to hear that. So I'm, I'm a big conspiracy guy. Yeah, I, and, and I I have to go back and listen to it. But you know, anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be it for us here today. The sun does right. sit down. I'm well, hopefully if you guys took the time to listen to this whole thing. Um, first of all, I'd like to say sorry. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I honestly, I think people really enjoy this. Like, th- yeah, this hasn't been our best performing podcast, right. like version of the podcast, right. but it did good numbers. So, yeah. like, cool. People I th- want to hear what I have to say. Cool. I, th- I think it's one of those things where it just kind of comes down to marketing and how we right we market right. the whole thing. So, yeah, because we stay very professional and stay away from a lot of subjects on our actual main media. Yeah. You know, because we don't, we don't want any kind of negativity or drama or anything attached to that. Yeah. Um, but this is a good chance for us to just blow off some steam. Yeah. Things that were like annoy us, things we love, you know, yeah. all the different things about the industry that just we don't want to talk about in our yeah. main media. Yeah. And I, I just one side note here really quick. I'm really yeah. loving the fact that these mics aren't picking up this AC. Because this thing is blowing. Oh yeah, now these things have a great little cone on them. The this AC is blowing right up my back, and it feels fucking amazing right nice, now. Nice. So, anyways, uh, once again, thank you all so much for yeah. hanging out with us. If you want to check out live and amplified, uh, all our socials are live. The letter N amplified, or you can email me at or email us yeah. at lna music review at gmail dot com. I took down our website. I don't know if I told oh, you that one. Yeah, you but did. I um. I ended up having to take down the website because 70 bucks a month was getting to be a tough one right. to swallow. And speaking of websites, you know, I'll be a miss if I don't at least plug. I won't plug my stuff on our, our other media, but yeah. I'm easily, you know, um, just so y'all know, Gross Domestic People um, or GDP Roswell. You can search either one of those on any platform there is um, and find us. We got For music. Sure. We got lots of stuff. We're For pretty sure. cool. For Hang sure. out with us. That, and that was our Sunday sit down for this week and intro the cool mafia music.